0: HearthCast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of HearthCast by calling 321-558-7637, emailing contribute at HearthCast.com, following HearthCast on Twitter, or texting the show at 772-672-7423. And now... From the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast.com.
1: Hey, 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 welcome to episode number 53, or it's 52? 52. Two. 52 of HearthCast. I'm so excited, I'm just getting ahead of myself. We are a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player recorder for you on December 2nd, 2010 with your host, Root.
2: And Freckleface.
3: And featuring... Say hello, Gorm. Hello, Gorm. (laughs) How are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Outstanding.
2: In this episode, we're going to talk about unethical things that happen in WoW.
1: We're going to try to, anyhow.
2: And what you can maybe do about it. Maybe. We're also going to have a special announcement. Yeah. Get more wild time and cataclysm launches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna cover listener email. We got a listener voicemail, Roots Guys auction house tip, of course. And since we have our guest Grom, we're gonna do a segment we call PvP.
1: Oh yeah, PvP today.
2: And this week it's called Talkin' Smack. <laughs>
1: Ooh. See, listeners don't know, we don't, Gorm and I have no idea what Frecklevis' PvP segment is. No, you don't. Know. It's even worse than Top X.
2: All right, which we are doing, and Grom, you said you're doing that one this week, right?
3: Yes, I am. Sweet.
1: We'd like to give a quick thank you to our sponsors, TavernCraft, SwagDog.com, and Next Uh And we have another one coming up that's a little bit of a special announcement, but we'll get to that as we get to it. We'd like to give uh, some greetings out. Freckleface's guildmates. on am Alf. You're still part of Alf, right? I am. And I guess Mighty Grom is part of Alf too. So, yeah, the, I'm
3: there as well. I'm the
1: outsider. So we say hello to my guildmates and the Praetorian Guards. Remember that from the Net, Praetorian. Sandra Bullet? No, the Net. The no, movie. I didn't watch that. You just lost key points. And yeah, we also like to say hello to our friends and fans over on our Facebook page. Uh, we put some new, excellent, some podcast studio photos up, as well as some other funny photographs from today. And uh, a cool link that Sniper gave us about uh, Nerd versus Geek, which was a nice little read-up. If you haven't read it, go check it out over on our Facebook page. And also, I guess we're saying hello to, still to our friends over on Twitter. And a little note here, says Resident Evil says that we should both have our own Twitter account. Yes,
2: he actually said he would join Fakebook to be a fan of Hardcast on Facebook. If we got our own Twitter accounts.
1: Okay. I don't even know what fake book is.
2: That's, he's making a joke.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> so, I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, It's fine with me. I'll do it.
2: You have one.
1: Yeah, but that's my personal one.
2: Right. You need a one. We'll
1: have to get, we'll get separate ones. We'll do that this weekend.
2: And also, want to give a shout out to Ozzy and his baby. So, hey, Freckleface,
1: what's going on with you this week in the World of Warcraft?
2: Can I talk about what went on the past couple weeks outside of World of Warcraft? Sure, why not? Okay, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. We missed publishing something in the week of Thanksgiving, (sighs) except for our musical medley. Yeah, a little
1: musical medley montage.
2: But I have to brag on myself. Okay, go ahead. I made... You ready for it?
1: If it's talking about the best... I already know you're a good cook, so if it's talking about food that you made in Thanksgiving, I don't want to hear it.
2: Okay, it is... It was a Nutella... Pie.
1: See you just totally ignored the fact that I said I didn't
3: want to I hear don't it. care.
2: <laughs> I don't care, I wanna brag on myself. Have you had Nutella? Yes. Have you had Nutella Gorm?
3: Oh yes, once in a
2: while. Exactly. Is it not the most delicious food that you can buy?
3: Probably not a one, big fan of in
2: one of packaged foods. Anyways, a couple weeks back I have this friend who said she was gonna make Nutella pie. Hey. And I don't know what she did, but she came out with this goo and it was tasty. <laughs> But it was not pie consistency.
1: Not pie consistency. No, it was
2: barely edible. But you know what? I took that idea. I said, you know what? I bet I can make a Nutella pie. Run with that it. That is way better than that. And all I did, is was so easy. There was a very easy recipe for peanut butter pie that Jif put out. It's like peanut butter, cream cheese, sugar, and Cool Whip.
1: That sounds like a lot of sugar.
2: It is. But I just replaced the peanut butter with Nutella. And it was awesome. It was delicious. It was like one of the most, most delicious... Desserts I had in my life.
1: So you have epic winnage.
2: That's right. I'm tell pie.
1: All right. <laughs> I had steak for Thanksgiving.
2: Really? That yeah. sounds good. That was alright. My sister in law made turkey fried turkey but in strips. Kinda like eating chicken strips or chicken Ew. nuggets. No, it's good. It was so tasty. Which sister in law is this? I only have one. Oh, that's <laughs> right. My brother's, brother's
1: wife. Ready. She's famous.
2: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: She's in the infomercial for your baby can. Yes, Talk my or my read or my whatever. sister-in-law
2: and my niece are in an infomercial for your baby can read. Yeah, because they use the program and they submit a little video and they got featured in Your baby it. can read. That's right. She's did sign language too. Yes, before I she know. started you talking. You're
1: bragging on your little niece.
2: I know. It's just like freckle Face brag night. <clears throat> before yeah, you it start must to work be.
1: Did you play it all, or are you just, you know, just cooking and bragging on your knees? What's going on?
2: Well, I have not I've not been playing that much compared to how much you usually play. Like, like honestly, all the time? Honestly, right. At this moment, I don't think I've logged on in a week. <gasps> I know. It's like the biggest hiatus I've ever taken in my life. Biggest headache? Hiatus. Oh, hiatus. So, I did one of the new cooking dailies in Stormwind.
1: I didn't know those were out yet. Yeah, they are. Oh.
2: But they don't really benefit you, though, because you gain a skill point, but I'm capped out.
1: Right. So am I. Right.
2: Um, but I did the shadiest daily I think there is. Really? Yeah. There's a cooking daily that this guy says the king likes catfish. Okay. And he wants you to get these big catfish. And he said, well, I'm not going to tell you how to get it, but there's some fishermen around the canals, and you'll know what to do. So the quest is you go around the canals in the storm wind and you see these... Stormwind fishermen, they're labeled like that. Right. And they have buckets next to them, you and you take the catfish out of their bucket. So you going to steal the catfish? I know. So you're all like, I, you're
4: wrong. I have to steal catfish. Ha ha ha.
2: No? Something like that.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: It's kind of shady. That's shady. They don't even, like, sneak around and do it.
1: Oh, you just doing it out in the open? Yeah. Well, no one stops you?
2: No one stops you. And you know why? Well, they can't move.
1: No, it's because some stormwind guards all got buffed, and they just don't care no more. Well, I
2: guess so. I'll be like,
1: shh, let me do five. I ain't got time for you.
2: I guess so. So what's been going on with you? I got nerfed. Did you?
1: 12% across the board. But I told I told everybody a couple weeks ago that Warlocks were going to get nerfed, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Because I was just too OP. 12% across the board, man. Everything. Outside of yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a little stinger. Um, I did, you know, log in. I, I missed logging in on the day that that the shattering happened.
2: Oh, you didn't miss yeah.
1: much. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I finally did log in and, and run around. So right now, all I'm doing, I'm trying to get that one achievement for visiting all the places, which I'm probably everybody but me has already
2: visiting all what places.
1: All the shattering places. Places. There's an achievement you get for going and looking at all the stuff that's changed.
2: How are they tracking that?
1: Same way they track all the world quests when you go get the world explored and stuff, you know? Yeah, exploring.
2: Oh, all right. Discovered
1: this, discovered the ruins, discovered okay. you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And so far, I've only been to Stormwind, which I still hate. You told me I wouldn't hate it anymore. No, I, st-
2: I said I want you to look at it and then tell me if you still hate it. I still hate it. Okay, fair enough.
1: And then I got over to uh, um, Darkshore or the ruins of Darkshore. Mm-hmm. And it
2: made me sad. I haven't been there yet. It's sad. I'm saving up a lot of my exploring until actual Cataclysm comes down. I can do stuff.
1: It's kind of neat because there, there are, like, you know, and I talked to Canon Face, and he's saying there's a lot of new flight points. And there are a lot of new yes, bizarre sir. flight points everywhere. And the, the map actually shows them. I don't know if it's one of my add-ons or just a default map, but it shows the new flight points.
2: Yeah, the default shows it because okay. I, don't, I don't have a map add-on anymore, and it shows it.
1: So I've been running around getting new flight points and whatnot. And uh, I'm having a problem. What's that? The remote auction house. I'm having a problem with the remote auction house. It says that I'm not subscribed to the remote auction house. Oh. But I am. Are you sure? Yeah, I see the bill every month.
2: <laughs> and so
1: nice. I sent an email or you opened up a ticket rather with Blizzard over a week ago. And I'm still waiting.
2: Oh, that sucks.
1: Because they said that they're, ain't cool. You're overwhelmed.
2: That ain't cool. That ain't I'm cool like, at all.
1: No, so I plan to go, look, y'all you can be crediting me some three dollars.
2: That's right.
1: That's because three dollars, but That's like it's like a coffee, maybe
2: not Starbucks. (laughs) It's like lunch for me. Dunkin'
1: Donuts. So that's about it. I'm just waiting on Blizzard to fix me up. How about you, Mighty Grum? What's been going on with you this week in the World of Warcraft?
3: Well, to be honest, I haven't been on much either myself. I took the time to disassemble and reassemble my office. Um, took apart my computers, uh, mm-hmm. cleaned out all the dust, uh, cleaned off hard drives, that kind of stuff, getting ready for catacly- Cataclysm. You cleaned off the, like, dusted them out? That, and also cleaned out the hard drives and stuff uh, to uh, make more room.
1: Oh, like deleting files and whatnot?
3: All the stuff, all that computer maintenance that I've been waiting to do um, for a while. and Just went and did it, you know, took all my computers apart because I've got a couple over here in my studio, my office. And um, have to, uh, you know... Took the desk apart even and reassembled everything after I, you know, cleaned and made everything a lot nicer. Well that's cool. It's one of those uh pre cataclysm uh suggestions that uh Freckleface made.
2: Yeah. I did make that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well you get all that stuff done with.
2: That's right. And I am planning on cleaning my house this weekend.
1: Okay. I'm not.
2: This, this being the weekend before cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I might not do that, but I'm going to not play anything this weekend at all.
3: Yeah, it's, it seems like it's in an uncomfortable transition right now, and it just there's not much going on in the game, and there's not a lot of stuff to do. So all my computer time, if I've been playing anything, I've been playing uh, the Minecraft.
1: How is that? I see that all over the place.
3: Oh, it's horribly addictive. It really is.
1: But it looks <clears throat> like it's got, like, Castle Wolfenstein 3D graphics. Like, really... It's-
3: it's kind of um yeah it's you know eight bit level graphics or maybe a little better than eight bit level graphics but you know stuff that you'd have seen on uh in the days of the 286 and the 386 and um so it's it's fairly simple and basically um the universe is made up of blocks that are the size of they're about a meter by a meter and uh you can either mine them or you could uh you know chop down trees and you get chased by zombies and they're there are all kinds of other things that are going on. And uh, you can uh, you know, collect your resources and build stuff. And there's even uh, rules for, in the game for building circuits and things like that. So it gets very, fairly complex. But I have the most fun uh, exploring and building buildings at this point. So All
1: right, Gorm, Grom, whatever I'm going to call you. I'm going to take you back probably like 20 years ago. <laughs> and you were at my house. It was my parents' house at the time.
5: Mhm.
3: Playing, uh, playing. It was uh, Castle Wolfenstein on your computer with you. Was it me on the keyboard, and you on the mouse, or was the other way around?
1: Uh, at this point in time, it was just you alone in the in the computer room. And I busted okay. in right as like one of the bosses, like "Who's inside in?" And I busted and going, "What's up?" And you about lost it.
3: <laughs> yes, I immerse. However, <laughs> I remember on that same weekend when we were playing the game, you and I were sitting there playing, and your dad came in and did just the very same yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: screamed the, like a girl, probably. <laughs> yes, yes.
3: So, yes, uh, we, we got, really got into it that weekend. It was a lot of fun.
1: And we made it a two-player game, just as he said, because one of yes. us would, would operate the movement, and the other one would operate the firing weapon, the weapon.
3: Yes, and it was a Which lot of fun. It
1: was kind of difficult because it wasn't like a very immersive game. We're like, move <laughs> to
2: the left, no move to the right. There's a dog after me. That's what you guys did for fun.
1: Amongst yeah, but, other
3: things. Okay. We did all kinds of <laughs> other fun things. Other things we
1: don't talk about. Well, statute <laughs> of limitations is probably passed. We could probably talk about some of the things we did.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, the worst the worst stuff is uh like, you know, harassing that police officer at the McDonald's that oh, we okay. talked about yeah. last time. So yeah, okay. we weren't bad kids or bad twenty years somethings. <laughs> whatever we were. so.
1: <laughs> and hey, we do have a special announcement today that we alluded to at the beginning of the top of the show. And now all of our people over on Facebook who went to the site, the Facebook site, they've already read about this. So they got a jump on everybody who listens to the podcast but isn't on our Facebook page. But the deal is there's a way that you can actually get more time to play Cataclysm when it launches. How's that? All you have to do is go to letmegame.com and my buddies there are giving away a $40 gift card. But it's not for you. It's for your spouse. Because you give your spouse or significant other or whoever would be interrupting you the $40 gift card and you tell them to go shopping. And then that gives you more time To play Cataclysm. So all you have to do. They're giving us away by the way. On December 14th. So you need to head over. To letmegame.com Sign up. You know. Email or give them your email. And and your first name. And on the 14th they're going to draw. From that list. And give somebody a $40 gift card. So you can get more time to play a while. It's a good thing.
2: Absolutely. It's
1: a very good thing. So, I noticed we have a pretty lengthy email. We do. In here. Uh, from Zylong. The Turlon, Turlion? Turlion?
2: Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this server.
1: Turlion.
2: I would just say Turlin. But that kind <clears> of... All right,
1: we'll go with that. Yeah. And uh, Zylong says, I recently started listening to your podcast. I think it's really great. Thank you. It's always on my iPod for the commute to work. Keep up the great work. I listen to a lot of different podcasts on the way to work. It's great. I like that. He continues that I played WoW for about a year now. I came to the game a week before ICC was first released. In that time, I flitted around various guilds and servers. But as of now, my pally tank, Blood elfs are you cute little gnomes. He also said he uh, changed his pally over to Thorin and changed his name to Faulty. I wonder if it's like a reference to Faulty Towers. Could be. Uh, he's a Kingslayer, and he's cleared ICC with some hard mode attempts. He says I consider myself a master of paladin tanking, and have also started a warrior tanking as well for different perspective. With my warrior currently level seventy three, so he's pretty skilled guy. He's down the Lich King. He's pretty hardcore. That's right. He says my issue is now moving forward into Cataclysm. I want to push progression rating as I know I'm good enough to be a, in a number one or two ranked guild. Just I haven't had the opportunity and I've been stuck in mediocre guilds or guilds that claim to be pushing progression, but the raid group falls apart and stops going shortly after I've joined. This has happened in the last three guilds I've been in.
2: Sounds a little familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it happens. So, he's a hardcore raider. He's good at what he does. He's a master paladin tank. He started another tank. He's got it up to 73. That's pretty impressive as well. And he's not found a good guild so far because he keeps bouncing between them. So the problem now, too, is that my girlfriend transferred her tune to my server to play with me, but she's never raided before. Again, due to never being in guilds that have raided and she doesn't like playing with people she doesn't know, so refuses to pug raids or even dungeons unless she has a friend along. And she wants to start... In Cataclysm since it will be a clean slate for everybody again. This leaves me with a conundrum of risking ignoring her to try to join a high-end raiding guild, as it's doubtful she could get in unless she comes in as a companion rank, which usually doesn't raid often, if at all, or risk becoming burned out with the game due to not being able to do what I want in regards to raiding, which honestly is the only reason I play the game. Since I know you guys are casual raiders and not hardcore, but I'm not sure where to go with this. I get very frustrated when, and I apologize in advance if this comes across the wrong way. I'm stuck in a guild that can't perform to the same level as me and wipes on trivial things, because I know I'm better than that. But the kind of guilds I would be happy in either would not take my girlfriend due to lack of experience in rating, or would relegate her to an alt-casual status and she would be left doing nothing while I get to raid. So, do you have any advice for me in regards to this problem? Guild hopping and server transferring can only do so much before I have to sit down and decide what's more important to me. Anyways, keep up the great work. I always look forward to hearing your latest episode and watch out for Deathwing. What do you think, Grom?
5: Uh,
3: well, uh, being the sort of person that knows that family comes first, I would say do with your girlfriend, you know do stuff with your girlfriend, and then uh, you deal with the other stuff. Maybe start a second character in a second guild. Um, you know, being in two guilds wouldn't necessarily be bad, but you have to figure out how much time you have to play, and if it's something you want to do with her, then uh, you should do it with her. And if it's something that you know you want to do separate, then you got to have that talk with her and be honest about it.
1: So your suggestion is to for him to create another character that he can help her out with.
3: Yeah, like his level seventy three tank, he could re- do stuff with her, um, and with the level eighty which he'll probably rush to 85, like most of us that are more into the rating and stuff, uh, you know, he'll take that and be the serious character.
1: Now, see, I'm curious because I don't believe he tells us what his girlfriend's character is.
2: Why does that matter?
1: Well, because you can have a complementary race, or I'm sorry, a complementary class to the other person's character. For instance, if she has a tank, he could level a healer, and then they, they could go do stuff together.
3: Right, but I think from his email, he's implying that the times that he's he wants to be raiding, she wants to raid with him or be with him. That's why she's playing the game, um, and that's you know that's going to be an issue for him. But if it's if it's that uh, you know, he doesn't want to do stuff, or if she wants to you know have a character that she he can do stuff with and she can do stuff with, then he can have a second character which isn't you know a as a progression um, oriented and have fun with her, and then spend other time just doing the raiding. Maybe Unless can, he really wants to be hardcore, but, if, you know, being in a hardcore raiding guild, you spend, what, six to seven days a week raiding. And, uh, you know, that's not going to be really conducive to having a social life.
1: <laughs> what if they both level druids? And one could spec heal, one could spec tank, and then they could, you know. But I see what you're saying. You know, there is, there is a fine line between that. You know, are you going to be an exclusive hardcore raider? Or are you going to take out time to be with your family? All right, so you talked to the guy.
2: This email was a little while back. Okay. It was a week or two During ago. During our break? Right. And I didn't want to just leave him hanging. So I said, well, you know, just my opinion, I think, you know, you want to keep your girlfriend happy. Unless you're just at that point where, no, I am only happy playing WoW if I am pushing raid progression and that's it because for me the fun of raiding is not necessarily doing what is the end content at this moment it's you know this week it's ICC you know what about going back and doing old war stuff like that you know would that not be fun for him
3: right he's saying he's not a social gamer he's saying he's uh, wants to be hardcore which is the uh, progression gaming and going uh, you know six or seven days a week and wiping every time until you get it done right and then you move on to the next breed and things like that yeah. and you know it's I, I tried that lifestyle it wasn't fun for me but uh, I'm a social guy so
1: I'm wondering just you know and, and I, I mean no disrespect uh, to our, our, our friend's girlfriend here but I'm wondering if he's not spending an awful lot of time playing World of Warcraft and she has started playing World of Warcraft to spend time with him
2: which oh. if if that were the case,
1: well, she's indicated that she doesn't doesn't bug, which means she doesn't want. I mean, that's one of the huge aspects of World of Warcraft is bugging now, yeah. and she won't do that, and she won't she won't go into a group unless it's people she knows. Yeah, off, off,
2: off the bat, you get the impression that yeah. she's a much less, much more casual player, much less much less intense and, player than he is.
1: Right, and I'm getting the impression that she's doing this to spend time with him, which is probably like. Of course, there's you're a right. big hint going on yes, there. Yes, We're assuming. Yeah, I think from my vantage point, and I'm probably going to agree with both you and, and Grom on this one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that a conversation needs to take place? Because he's—it he seems to me that he's indicated he's not going to be happy unless he is hardcore rating. and he wants the best of both worlds because he wants her to be happy too. But she is not going to be happy unless she's doing, you know, some pugs and some dungeons with people she knows. So, I think he needs to either say, okay, schnookums, I'm going to raid on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and I will give you the rest of the week. Now, if they want to play WoW together, that's fine. Have another tune. You know, don't let let his raider buddies know what his other tune is, and they can go play WoW in a more casual setting. Because he has to understand he needs to put her needs first on this. Or if they want to go stroll the boardwalk that night or, or catch a movie or just spend time together. Because it seems to me that she's making a sacrifice and trying to get into this World of Warcraft thing to spend time with him. I just want all Dr. Phil on that one.
3: Yeah, it sounds like she's a bit of a well-widow.
1: Zai Long, man, I, I, I really think she's reaching out on this one, and I really think you need to kind of meet her halfway. That's, that's Root's, Dr. Root's opinion on that one.
5: Well, I- it
3: really depends. I mean, it seems like more communication needs to happen in that relationship anyway. And you uh, know, if if she's playing specifically to, uh, you know, to spend more time with them, then he's got to figure out what his priorities are as far as uh, the relationship. You know, and uh, well, you know, it, well, in my life, I know that real life comes before wow, and I'm sure it does for uh, for root and. Uh, I I get that impression from you too, Freckleface, but uh, I know for other people that wow comes first, and if if that's the lifestyle you want to live, the people that you're with have to know it.
2: Well, as a good rule of thumb, you always want to keep the woman happy. Angry women, you don't deal with women.
1: Discover how to create a profitable web business starting today. MakeAWebsiteHere.com is for those serious about creating a regular and continuous income online. You will discover Chris Farrell membership, a combination of information, inspiration, and motivation. Join today for the techniques, tactics, and strategies to start, improve, or grow your online business. Find out how to build a successful web business that will last for years to come. MakeAWebsiteHere.com.
4: You keep on calling me Oh baby, can't you see I gotta know how you feel So baby, tell
5: me what's the deal Hey, hi, Root and Freckleface. Is Safety One from Blackwater Raider. Realm, uh, I'm home right now and I just loaded up wow uh, wow and... I was blown away when I uh, found out that a new patch came out. So and Root, uh I think you and I were having guessing games over Facebook on when the patch was coming out and looks like you won. so Gratsboro. And uh, believe it or not, I do have one complaint about this uh, new patch. and it has to do with uh, in Darnassus in the temple, there is a night elf paladin trainer. But for some reason, uh, paladins uh, aren't available for the night elves. And since I already have one uh, priest who's a hero, I was hoping uh, I could have a night elf paladin, but it looks like it's not going to happen. And I have no idea why in a temple there would be a night elf paladin trainer when paladin isn't uh, an available class for the night elves. That's my only pet peeve. Other than that, I'm actually surprised at uh, what's going on, and I'm looking forward to hearing you and Freckleface uh, uh, get in uh, on, uh, on Cataclysm some more and, and explain it. I was actually surprised by um, uh, the profession that the two of you came up with. i been blown away by it. All right, so I'm home right now, so I can't give you guys a toot, Sorry about that. Um, but I enjoy the show. Looking forward
2: for, to a new podcast. Bye. So there's an interesting question for safety bring, to bring up because, honestly, I had not really looked into all the different class race combinations right. until now. Uh, but there is, um, on the World of Warcraft site, you do World of Warcraft slash cataclysm slash features. Okay. And there is a chart that shows available race class combinations. And sure enough, Night Elf Paladin is not on there.
1: So you think it's just a thing?
2: I don't know.
1: Maybe it's leftover from that escort quest that was there.
2: What escort quest? There
1: was an escort quest. I read something online about an escort quest when I was trying to find out his answer. And that there was a knight of Paladin who was from some order that no longer existed, of some thing in Darnassus. I guess some kind of a paladin holy order.
2: Oh, maybe so.
1: So maybe it's just leftover. It is after Thanksgiving. There are leftovers. <laughs>
2: So I'm sorry, Safety, I don't know the answer to that. It may become apparent after the expansion launches. Hmm.
1: If anybody else knows, feel free to, you know, paste that up on our Facebook fan page. That's right. Community page, I guess that is. And, hey, Freckleface? Yes. We do have another voicemail.
2: We do? Yeah. No way. No way.
5: And one more thing, guys. Uh, Being a truck driver, you tend to lose track of time, and days tend to blur into each other. I found out from my brother that yesterday was Thanksgiving, so I want to wish uh, Root and Freckleface uh, a very wonderful Thanksgiving and a terrific new year. Bye.
2: Oh, thank you. It's nice. That makes me sad. I want to
1: talk to his brother because his brother reminded him the day after Thanksgiving that the day before was Thanksgiving. Like, hey, dude, you know, yesterday was Thanksgiving. No, that's information you want either the day before Thanksgiving at the latest the day of Thanksgiving. Not the day after.
2: I guess you never grow, grow out of sibling rivalry, do like, you?
1: Like, hey, we missed you last night at the big feast we had with tons of food. What was yesterday? What and was Thanksgiving?
2: It
1: was Thanksgiving yesterday.
2: Yeah, that's kind of mean. Yeah. I'm sad. <laughs> I'll send you some pie safety.
1: You would,
3: too.
2: Yeah.
1: FedEx it right on up
3: there. Controversial. Thought-provoking. <laughs> Talk- Game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show.
1: Our main content this week is we're going to talk about stuff that is unethical in the world of Warcraft and things we can possibly do about it. And this was a uh, a subject or a topic that was uh, suggested by the Mighty Grom, and that's why the Mighty Grom is here today with us. So... Fraggle we're going to start off with you, some stuff you think is unethical in the world of Warcraft, and then uh, we'll talk about that.
2: All right. I'm going to tell you, first of all, something is not unethical.
1: What's not unethical? And I hate
2: this. Okay. The day the Shattering came out, you know what was removed from Dalaran and Chichirath? Uh, The ports. The portals. So guess what all of a sudden 5,000 people per server needed? Ports. Ports out of Dalaran. So,
1: so you made a killing portals. as a mage.
2: Actually, I didn't. But, because I only logged on for a little bit on Freckle Face. And there was enough mages. and See, we live in a crowded server. Right. We play in a crowded server and live there. That's same weird. difference. Um, so there was enough people there so that, you know, it was only about 20 gold. Probably about the same as, as you'd make anyways. But it sparked this argument in trade chat over it being unethical to charge people so much. What? An argument ports. in trade chat? <laughs> I know. Unethical people to charge so much for ports when the reagent only cost. Hey, supply so and
1: demand, baby.
3: That's not unethical. I know. I agree.
2: I know it's not, but it always makes me mad every time someone tries to say that. Like, well, it only costs you, lot I was like, well, you know what? Cost my time. Mm-hmm. And it costs the fact that I'm on a mage and you're not.
1: And how much time do you have invested in that character?
2: Exactly. See,
1: that's the same thing in program. Before we go any further on this. And, and I'm sure Gorm can probably test this as well. You know, people come up to me and they'll say, how much to program this script? And I'll go, well, it'll you know, cost you about 200 bucks." And they go, well, it's only going to take you an hour. And I go, no. It's going to take me 25 years of experience plus one hour. Because it's not exactly. that hour. It's, all, it's everything behind that hour. It's, it's not same that thing, same yeah. thing doctors. Yeah, it's not that reagent. It's all the stuff that's behind the fact that you can use that reagent to create a port. All right, so what do you think is unethical?
2: Something to hate. Okay. I think it's unethical. All right. Is when, especially when tanks or healers do this, when they wait until the boss is pulled to leave the group. And what happens is they leave the group, you know, little to no repercussions, whereas the rest of the four die and actually get charged real gold to repair.
1: Didn't we talk about that one time as the insta-death? Yes, I think so. Like if you do that, you should bat. You're dead. Three days off.
2: Well, and and when they had the elemental bosses open, mm-hmm. um, somebody did that. No, I was a healer and I came in and they said, "Oh, by the way, yeah, the last healer waited till he pulled the boss, laughed evilly, and then left." So they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they cackled.
1: Yeah, that would be that's bad. Just mean. I wouldn't like
2: that. I think that's unethical.
3: There what? is There is one small repercussion for doing that, which is the 30-minute timer.
2: Yeah, sometimes it goes off and sometimes it doesn't. I have no idea how that thing works.
1: The, uh, the, 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 the deserter buff? debuff
3: yes. if, if you leave the group, you get the debuff. If you just leave the dungeon, you don't. Ooh.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're just teleporting out of the dungeon.
2: We can't teleport out in combat though. Uh, you can lead the group in combat.
1: I mean not if you're not in combat yet. So what do you propose we do about that? You think that's something that a mechanic has to be
2: They need to stop letting you lead the group in the middle of a fight. If they don't if they will not let you kick someone in combat or shortly after combat, why they let you leave the group in the middle of combat?
1: So you think you should just be have something flagged up that you can't quit or leave? Yeah, or,
2: just you cannot leave group during during combat. That's unless
1: right. you physically disconnect or power off exactly. or quit the game or whatever. I like that.
3: You could just alt F four out of the game too.
1: If you're on Windows, as Mac users, that doesn't work. All right. So what I think some stuff that's unethical is account sharing, or account swapping, or account selling, or you having somebody level your tune for you if you give your account access to somebody else for a prolonged period of time to, to better your levels or condition or whatever I don't think that's right for instance if, if I had you know if I went out and I you know got a new wow account and then I paid some guy to level me up to level 80 before cataclysm comes out and then give you my character back I think that's
3: wrong. Yeah, I agree. Leveling services are not ethical. I know somebody that hired a leveling service to take one of her alts up, but she'd done some some of her uh, she had done her main and a couple other tunes up to eighty, and then she hired someone to do an alt that she wanted.
1: Now, for the people who have hired like neighborhood kids to come over and level their fishing, mm-hmm. but you know, to me that. That's a gray area, I think. I don't know.
3: Oh, I you, think if you're going to play the game, you should play the game. That's what
1: I think.
2: Yeah, I just think it's stupid.
1: Yeah, if you're going to do something, do it. Because if you're not, then...
2: You get zero satisfaction for the rewards from it if you haven't put any of the work.
1: So, no, I I just I kind of think that, like like Gorm said, if you're going to play the game, play the game. Don't let somebody else play the game for you or... Or you know, that's kind of the same thing with the whole glider bot syndrome. That's why I think I got kicked and banned and sued and everything else. Because it played the game for you. What about taking gold for like a run? Like you're gonna run somebody through like ZF or something like a lobby run, then you get people all the way into the instance, and then you leave.
2: You really need to bury the hatchet on this one. <laughs>
0: I seem to remember think, hearing about this story before. I
2: think you need some therapy. You keep bringing this one up. What?
3: What? You got scammed. Just
2: like one time.
3: I was just going to say, I actually have never uh, uh, paid anyone to do an instant run, instance run for me.
2: I don't need it, much. I have.
3: Yeah. I'm taking people on rums, but I also don't charge for it if I'm going to do it.
1: you giving people rum?
3: I've done that, too. i have you... taking people on runs. And I have not charged them. I don't. I don't believe in charging someone to do to help them level a character, especially what? if they're in your guild.
1: No, if it's a guild, that's totally different. You, I think it's expected. If you're in a guild, you should definitely be helping out your lower players in the guild.
2: I always. I've also helped them. other
3: players, to, you know, just to, to get get them up to level, because you know they ask you a question and you start talking with them and they need some help with the quest or they need some help with the dungeon, so you take them. It's, you know, well, I've done that you're all the time. Out the game.
1: But I have. I've paid for a ZF run, and. It's pretty funny because the guy must have thought I was like um, twelve. I don't know. So because we get we all get into ZF and the guy goes, "Hey, oh, hey, don't don't tell the other guy, don't talk to him." But uh, I'm charging him fifty. I'm only going to charge you twenty five. Okay. I was like, "Sure, cool, no problem." That's really good for you. Thanks, man. So the first thing I do, what do I do? I message the other guy like, "Hey, how much does he charge?" He's like, 10 gold." Why? <laughs> I was like, hey, dude, um, I'm only going to pay you 10 gold. He's like, what? Why? Because like, that's what you're charging the other guy. <laughs> he took 10 gold. He goes, it was, it was worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, whatever. And then we got all the way through ZF and he didn't have the hammer. Which means he couldn't call that big dragon, the three-headed dragon, Godzilla. two-headed dragon, whatever. Garzula. Something like that, yeah. But So what about you, Grom? I, you know what? We got to talk about how do we fix that? How do you fix... You know, somebody leaving a paid run, they can't don't really come until the end. Well, yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's what I say. You know, don't pay the ferryman to get you to the other side. You know that—that's just you know buyer beware type thing. If you're gonna go on a well, run they, with somebody, how they
2: know you're gonna pay them?
1: It's the risk they take.
2: What or if you pay half, half up front?
1: front, half up front, half the end. and, you know you're both Thanks. at risk. So, but you know, I'm just, you know, I haven't gone to one in such a long time, though, because I've been in really good guilds where you get on. I mean, there's some guilds we've been in. Alf wasn't one of them, I don't think, but them actually had Lobby Knights where all the higher level players, you know, or not all of them, but a lot of them would make themselves available to run lower level players through some kind of an instance, which is the same thing Gormal stopped. And I, I kind of enjoyed that because at the time I was lower. Or, I mean, I've been in a lot of places where I've been, like, running around Booty Bay or somewhere else, and you see some guy stuck on something. And it's like, hey, I want some help. See, I like doing it, like, in Booty Bay or some places. I just put my – I take my Void Walker off and i out, rather, and I put them on aggressive. And just let them kill everything inside. Just go on. Have fun. Go, go. Go be the kids. <laughs> yeah. So, Gorm, what do you think? What are some unethical things in the world of Warcraft?
3: Well, um, there was that list I sent you a while back, but um, one of the things we talked about, uh, and you mentioned on the list, uh, or mentioned last, uh, or two podcasts ago, was the ninjing. Okay, so ninjing has a cost that's greater than just, you know, a piece of loot here or a piece of loot there. If you think about it, when people are in a run and you get to the point when you have to loot the bosses, you have, uh, have to take all this extra time because you know you can't just set it to need and greed like on a uh, you know a normal run because you think someone's gonna loot the big epic whatever. Uh, so you have to have a person there sitting okay everyone roll who's rolling the highest okay but yeah you got something last time and they have to go through some Dkp chart and everything and uh, you know this this adds a long time to the game when you add it up. if people just uh, you know would, would sit and be fair about the loot and stuff they could just um, You know, have it set to need and greed, and if you really need the thing, you roll need, and if you don't really need it, you roll greed. I mean, honestly, it's all just X's and O's, or zeros and 1's in a uh, database somewhere.
5: Right, and I think
1: that's my problem with with the whole, I still have an issue with the need versus greed thing. I have a hard time needing on stuff.
2: I thought we discussed that last week. No, I
1: still have a hard time needing on
2: stuff. You really need therapy. You need wow therapy.
1: Wow therapy.
3: Well, I mean, need as in um, it would assist my character, and I will use it. Read as it would be kind of nice to have, but if I didn't get it, I'm not going to. No, I not, go it's with. Not gonna affect my game. I go
2: with if I can't equip it, if I will equip it, I need on it.
3: Okay. Um, well, in any case. Uh, but then you got your 12 year old punks who just need on everything. Right. You get people that, you know, you go on a. On a uh, on a five-man run, and they roll need on every little green thing that, you know, they'll never equip their, you know, they're clothy, and they're rolling neat on a uh, bind-on-equip or, excuse me, a bind-on-pick-up a, a piece of plate. Why would they roll neat on that, except to vendor it or, or disenchant it?
1: I did that uh, once because I was mad.
3: Right, right. But, you know, when, and you get people doing that stuff, and I mean, it's just it's just causing more grief for everyone else. I mean, I, I think that that's a, another form of griefer. Just like... Uh, you know, the other, the other sorts of things, killing people all the time or, you know, uh, going and killing mobs before or tagging mobs before other people can get them, that kind of thing. It's, it's just, it's not, it's not really polite play. And You know, if people, if people played nice and everyone just, you know, rolled need when they actually needed an item or when they actually would equip the item or whatever and they rolled greed otherwise, then you wouldn't need all these, you know, have a loot master and you wouldn't need to have DKP systems. It just adds a lot of time to the game.
1: Now, weren't you telling it, me that you actually know somebody who quit the game over this?
3: Yeah, I, I know a person. Well, I knew there were two people in a guild that I was in that um, one of them quit the game because uh, she didn't get the piece of loot she wanted out of it out of a dungeon.
1: No, was and, it was it ninja or did she just not like, like lose a role or something?
3: She got she got upset that it was uh, given to somebody else that they were allowed to roll need, and she wasn't because um, of uh, or their role was a. Uh, taking over hers because they supposedly had been to one more run than she had
1: or something. So guild politics played into that one.
3: Yeah. And, and really, I mean, if you think about it, this stuff is all just kind of virtual nothing that, you know, you get to play with for a while and it doesn't really do anything in the real world. So why do people get so upset over it? It, It's just, it's ridiculous. But, you know, What the unethical thing is, is the the whole griefing where, you know, people go and they'll, they'll need everything or ninja everything and, you know, it adds all this extra time for everyone else to the game because they have to do all these other things. It's like if no one stole stuff, you wouldn't have to lock your house. You wouldn't have to remember where your keys were. But having to add that extra step of having to have the keys... Um, and you know, having to have all that extra security, having to go through these scanners in the airports or whatever—it's just all these extra steps because people just aren't nice to each other. And it, it would be a lot easier to, to live if people just stopped ninjing and stopped uh, doing all these grief actions, like uh, the healer tank leaving at the beginning of the game or whatever. And it—I guess this is even bigger than—is it ethical or unethical? It's come on, people, just uh, you know, grow up and play the game and have fun, but don't ruin everyone else's experience while you're doing it.
1: So let me ask you a question, Gorm. Do you think that if a person is prone to ninjing and griefing in a game, that they would be that type of same persona in real life?
3: I think that people, especially younger people, get in the moods where they do stupid things and that they can grow out of it. But I think that if you're of the sort of person that doesn't care how other people pe- people feel, that you're more likely to be that way in re- in real life as well.
1: So if you were at a restaurant and there was one nacho left in the bowl, do you take it or do you wait for the bowl to be refilled? Who am I with? Uh, we'll say Freckleface and me.
3: I'd leave it or I'd was- break it into three parts. Oh, see?
1: <laughs> what if it was just me? You'd take it, wouldn't you?
3: If it's just you, yeah, take it. <laughs> you're,
1: like, you're on your own. I need that. <laughs> you know but they, think... that's
3: different. I mean, it's you have when you have a relationship with people, and like in, in guilds, you know, when you're on a guild run, and every once in a while, you know, it's not it's not a bad thing if someone just says, you know, haha, I'm going to ninja that, and they will need just for fun. If it's a you know a green or a some stupid item, and and that sort of thing is okay if it's just silly and for fun. But if, if it's, you know, if you're talking one nacho, if you're talking, you know, taking all the cash off the table, on the other hand, that, you know, it's something that everyone did work towards and everyone should have a chance towards or whatever. You know, if you, if you start, you know, taking all that stuff, then, yeah, the people do get upset. And then everyone, it makes it a lot more contentious um, of a game.
2: You know, one thing I think we're, you have to remember with Warcraft is the ability to switch between toons means that you can have multiple identities online. You can have the collaborative, the cooperative tune who gets along well with their guild. Who plays nicely. And then maybe they get a little, in a little vindictive mood. They hop onto a different character. You know, act like a little twerp over there. And no one knows who they are. They don't have the same sort of social consequences. Because when they don't want to deal with that, they just get on another character. And it's a possibility. And I know this sounds morbid to bring up, but... Um, I'm sure you guys heard the news story about some boys who were um, caught with a murder because they were going to tell their friend about it and decided they didn't feel safe chatting over Messenger, so they decided to get on Warcraft. And, of course, the story is blown out of proportion by them saying that this game caused the violence, whatever, which is uh, crap. But the point is that they have this illusion of it being a protected world and that you're not yourself; you're someone else, and I think that contributes a lot to the unethical behavior.
3: I hear what you're saying.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I no, I, I agree that I, I think that everyone's uh, real ID should be available to everyone. Not necessarily their mm-hmm. real name, but everyone's like you know account i you know account username should be tied to every one of their tunes, so that you know that player. One twenty seven, three fifteen, something or other. Um, you know, is is this character and this character and this character and this character, and they have a they have a history of ninjing, or whatever. That way, you could have the accountability of you know having a real identity in the in the universe of uh, Azeroth, um, and and it follows you around. And if you if you do stupid stuff, then people know it's you, and they won't invite you into the guild if you've. Um, gone and embezzled all the guild funds that have a different guild on a different character
1: now see i semi agree with that a little bit i i like the accountability aspect of it however i think it does open up a a, another mechanism that people could use for griefing if somebody just happens to have an off night and be you know just out of sync and really you know accidentally pull the boss or who knows what just have a bad night and all of a sudden everybody from that raid Labels him as a bad player, and then they all kind of tag that guy's account and flag that guy's account. Then I mean, then the next person looks up that guy's account, and goes, "Oh wait, this guy didn't know how to play," or somebody, you know, guild politics as you are, and uh, you know, the game being social. So the problem, the biggest problem with the World of Warcraft is us humans playing it, really, because we all have oh, stupid sure. egos, and then you know our egos get damaged, and then well, you're gonna take it out on somebody else.
2: So. Well, I can tell you why I would not like a real ID thing. Tell us suggested. why. A um, couple years back, I was in a guild who had one of the guildmates let her daughter make a character. And her daughter was nine.
1: On her same account?
2: You, um, I'm not sure. She had her own characters.
1: Okay, but it's the same account, though.
2: I have no idea. It, n- n- that's not the point. Okay. point is, is this nine-year-old playing... The neediest nine-year-old you've ever like heard like <laughs> just constantly wanting help like what are you doing what are you doing can you help me and then hey so, I remember this like very helpless very yes. needy and very sweet so didn't want to be rude you know I'm very conscious of what I'm going to say because it's not just some random nine-year-old it's a nine-year-old who I know their mom and there times like oh hey honey look I gotta go because I gotta run and then I log off and log in a different character so I can keep playing. <laughs>
1: No, I remember this because I think I got in trouble because I didn't know it was the nine-year-old daughter. And I'm just like, grow up or something.
2: Yeah. And you're yeah, like, no, her... it's not her. That's her daughter.
1: And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that sounds like
2: you. But she had her own character. That, that sounds like me. <laughs> well, so I, wow. I, I guess you
3: have, um, you have the issue that, yeah, you could have bullying happen if people have real ideas. But yeah. the, the problem is, I mean, you either have bullying as a possibility or you have no accountability for what people do. So how is there, you know, what could be a middle ground?
1: Public flogging? <laughs> no, not getting any votes on that. I'm sorry, I was at Colonial Williamsburg last week; <laughs> still fresh in my mind. Tar and feathering, perhaps.
3: Well, that's that's the issue with the uh, real ID attach. I mean, is what you're saying? You, people could be tarred and feathered for right. the wrong purposes. Right. Um, I mean, maybe maybe not a registry, but if people knew that, you know. If people did really bad things, their account ID would be known.
1: You know, I think what that might a solution, just because we're in we're in this you know the cartoon world of make believe on this one, is that there could be a public record of it, and it not be a I'm sorry, it'd be a private record of it, available only to the Blizzard staff. You know, some guy who's in charge of griefers, and once a person's account is flagged a specific amount of time, uh, they can you know do some research and go, okay, this guy's really causing some issues in the game and making a lot of people not happy so let's go talk to this guy
3: or allowing people's records to be expunged after a period of time
1: yeah I mean who knows I think no matter what and no matter what game you're, you're in as long as it's a multiplayer type game you're going to have somebody who's going to make somebody else unhappy doing something doesn't matter so alright, so we, now we know that there are unethical things going to happen and wow. Well, Sometimes you can do stuff about it, like talk to the mods, and sometimes you just have to take it like a man or a woman or a woman, a person, person. You got to deal with it. But you know, there are some people who have come up with a creative way to deal with their WoW time. Did you know that? I like, did. like our buddy.
4: I've come outside right now so my wife can't hear me. Because you know what? She's been nagging me about playing WoW for months. But I've got an idea. We all know Cataclysm is coming out really soon. And when it does, I want to play all frigging day. Call me a genius or whatever, but here's my plan. Step one, go and get a gift card at my wife's favourite store. Step two, give it to her and send her shopping on a nice little release day. And step three, play Cataclysm All Freaking Day! I get to play World of Warcraft, she gets to shop, we're both friggin' happy. I told my mate about it the other day, he was like, Oh man, you're like Einstein, I wish I had the money to do that as well. Then, I don't mind if I say so myself, I had another friggin' genius idea. Oh my brain, at first I was just going to give him the money, but then I thought all my other friends playing well need the same chance too. All you need to do for the 40 bucks is go to Let Me Game Did you get that? (laughs) It's so freaking simple. Enter your name and your email address in the sign-up box, click send, and you're there. Stop pissing around right now. Go to LetMeGame.com, enter your details, and the winner will be picked on the 14th of December, 2010. And while I'm at it, you need to be on the newsletter in order for me to contact you. So go and sign up now.
3: Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners
0: tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote
3: auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface.
1: I gotta tell you, right now, auction house tips are hard. Yes, they are. They are hard because right now, the economy and everything going on in the auction house, it's just out of control. And... It's completely unstable. Now, everybody expected this. We've been looking. Everybody's known this always happens right at the expansion times. People start keeping their items or hoarding up stuff or, or just putting stuff up for stupid and insane prices.
2: Yeah, things are dropping dramatically in price or increasing dramatically in price. and It's hey, just completely unstable. Hard to tell to I mean, stuff predictor. for
1: like like herbalism is just off the charts right now, probably for inscription as well. Just the, the materials for that kind of stuff. High-end items, crafted high-end items uh, themselves are going, like, they're crazy. And the reason they're crazy is because people think they need to get these items, these high-end items, so they can go raid an ICC to try to get something better so that by the time Cataclysm comes out, they'll be able to do these level, you know, these new dungeons that are coming out. So they, you know, so everybody's taking advantage of that, and they're, they're putting huge prices on stuff. And unfortunately, people are actually paying those right now. Um, but since they're spending all their gold on these high-end items, they're not buying some of the routine stuff. So the routine stuff prices that's where you're saying the prices are dropping on some stuff because the bottom is falling out on, on the low, the middle to low-end market stuff. It's falling apart. High-end stuff is going through the roof. So we have a very, very unstable marketplace right now. But as I said, it's going to be like that for a couple more weeks until cataclysm comes, when Cataclysm comes out. It's going to be even worse than it is right now for probably a couple of weeks, maybe even a month, until everything gets settled down again and people realize what they've got. Because there's, you know, there's going to be greens dropping now. same thing that happened in Burning Crusade, same thing that happened in Wrath of the Lich King. you can go get a green that is better gear than you have on right now, or whatever color they're going to come out with next. And so it's, you, know, you have stuff hitting the auction house that is just extraordinarily expensive, and it it's trash, but people won't know that for a couple weeks. Now, it's okay right now to raise your prices. Everybody else is doing it. If you've got an item that everybody else is selling for high dollar, don't kid yourself and think, well, everybody else is selling that thing for you know 500 gold. I'm going to sell it for 200. Don't do that because that person is selling it for 500. is going to buy yours and make a 300 gold profit. So if you've got that type of item, keep with the market trend right now on those. Same thing going with the the low ones. You can try to salvage the low-end stuff that's bottoming out, but you're going to have a hard time doing it because you're probably going to just watch your auctions expire um, because the lower ones are going to get bought out, and it's going to be really hard to try to corner the market and and stabilize it on the low end. Personally, what I've been doing, which has been rough because I don't have access to my remote auction house, which is bothering me, (laughs) Um, well, I got in such a pattern of getting these materials or getting these things that I sell routinely on the auction house and not worrying about getting it to Fat Wallet, because with the remote auction house, I can ac- access all of my characters and all of my bag slots. So I wasn't even mailing it. I wasn't doing anything. You don't need to. If it's in your bag, you can get the auctions. But now I don't have access to that. No. So i spent some time in Iron Forge because I hate Stormwind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I'm keeping to my to my normal my standbys um, in my standby cell. And they're, and they're, it's something that it's the novelty items. Or, or is what I call them, the, the the, wants. And those are still selling well. Well, And, you know, you're not going to make a killing on it right now. The people making a killing is that a guy we talked to or who wrote in a couple weeks ago doing the high-end, was it tailoring or jewel crafting or leather working whatever the high-end was is that he was doing. They're going to make it a lot of money right now. Me, as a, a miner and a skinner, not so much. You know, it's, it's going to just be average for me for a little bit and uh, it's okay
2: I fell a little short of my goal I was gonna have 50,000 gold by ca- time Cataclysm came around
1: well it's because you keep giving Canofey's money or gold
2: <laughs> well that and uh, my my play time just dropped off the past right. couple months so that's probably part of it because I have 40
1: you can get 10 gold 10k gold pretty quick
2: mm, not in four days
1: I, I did it I... In I cannot. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> you play and our other listeners play. You take a lot more risk with your money than I do. Right. And I when, very rarely spend it unless I am pretty darn sure I'm going to get a return on and it.
1: And see, I think one of the other things is that's probably why I'm behind a lot in still needing to run ICC.
2: Uh huh. Is because
1: I was so. I really wanted the fat wallet experiment to work. So uh-huh. I spent a lot of time yeah, doing that. Now, you know, it's fine now, but, you know. That's what it is. So really right now with the unstable uh, auction house and the economy right now in the World of Warcraft, if you got something that's selling good, continue to sell it. If it's not selling good, don't sell it. Get rid of it. Find something else to sell. And, uh, you know, my tuxedos do well. So there's something you can always go by. The things that people still kind of go, I mean, nice to have. They're still spending on that. But they're not going to do a whole lot more, I don't think.
2: Now, Gorm. At some point, when I had about thirty thousand, you had a pretty i guess what I considered a low amount and we i kind of made a joke like, oh let's race to fifty thousand or let's race to forty thousand so where are you at now
3: I'm at forty thousand also Um so you but up I, with me. I was at eight thousand when you got it uh got to thirty
2: so so
1: so what are you selling you selling all that top end stuff aren't you
3: no actually, I was selling uh herbs seeds.
2: Um, yeah but, i mean you are also herbs you're also farming. are
3: really good right now yes I, I was farming um a lot of herbs and shallows are uh, i was mostly selling like adder's tongue and uh the um whatchamacallums the frost lotuses but frost lotus went from 15 gold per down to two gold per ouch yeah so i was trying to uh see what i could do playing some of the auction house uh tricks uh not tricks i mean you know t- using some of the techniques techniques to um yeah to, to collect them up and regroup them and things like that and i didn't lose any money but i didn't make much um and i wasn't able to readjust the price back up like i was hoping to um and you just can't do it necessarily when people are i mean people were holding on to the herbs i guess and they're figuring that they're not going to mean anything after uh the launch because there'll be the whole new set of herbs that people will be going for so people aren't holding them anymore
1: no because what was happening is people who were buying those herbs were leveling another character or another profession because if you read the patch notes inscription or some of these other things are just gonna they're gonna be really uh, needed and really big and big demand for these things so they were leveling that other profession so that's why Mm -hmm. those mats were were, were going so well
2: well and you know what happened with inscription is that new glyphs came out right and the way that you get new glyphs is that you're not just buying them off the trainer you have to continuously um do what they call research um nor- for the
1: chance of getting one of the inscriptions?
2: right right and you always learn something but you have no idea of what you're going to learning it's going to be one of those rare um you've so-
1: learned that you need to do more research no it's not <laughs> one of them oh okay
3: so <laughs> so yeah. I'm using some of the techniques, and I think I discussed this the last time you had me on the show, that I was doing pretty well, that I made a, a bunch of gold. I made 20,000 gold in a, in a short amount of time. But uh, it really slowed down a lot. Plus, in the last two weeks, I haven't been playing a lot either. Um, it's just the server's gotten, the economy's gotten weird, and you, you can't you can't make the money that you used to be able to make.
1: Well, I think one of the other things that's going on with the economy is that listening to several other... Uh, world of warcraft podcasts uh people are taking a break they they've they've gone you know what we got you know it's nice of the shatterings here uh we got a couple weeks until cataclysm and we're just going to take a break and so a lot of people are taking a break and when you have an economy that is based on input from players like that, i mean just imagine if new york city went yeah we're taking a week off and the effect that that would have on the global economy, because so much, I mean, it's, you know, New York City in the U.S. and the world is one of the economic centers. And if that happened, if that, I mean, the same thing happens in game. People take a week off or a substantial amount of people take a week or two off. The economy tanks. This goes crazy because it's not, it needs that that user input. So, and hey, Face, you mentioned on Facebook that you tried one of my techniques on something you couldn't sell.
2: I did. Do, Tell you, know, us about do that. you know what the item was? I uh, know I don't. Sorry. Okay, it's called the deed to Thandle Span. Do you know where Thandle Span is? Yeah,
1: it's that. Isn't it the bridge, bridge. over there by Thermore? Or
2: um, no, it, it was like in between Hills or Hillsborough Hills and uh, Alteric Mountains.
1: I'll, yeah, I, I know the place. I just I'm, my geography is not with me right now. But it's the big dam, isn't it? This. The, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, it's one. Of the, it's a great item. It doesn't do anything, but you find it in b r d okay, and it's just a little fun thing to have, like I have the deed to they span, you know we well, you know
1: what that you know what the joke is behind that, right no, you sell what? your bridge what the selling you a bridge I'll sell you the bridge you know the, the, I'll sell you what was that? the golden Gate bridge you could sell? what is it Gorm
2: oh,
3: there's a couple of bridges, the um brooklyn bridge brooklyn bridge that's
1: what I was thinking of uh-huh that's an old thing from like a long time ago in u s history where people will tell you that they have the deed of the Brooklyn bridge and they can sell you the deeds of the Brooklyn bridge, Ah, and so, this was like an old con game from years. And, and
2: well, there you go. So, anyways. So, you con somebody. You no, I didn't.
1: Do you find that unethical? Nope. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, when I saw in the auction house, it was bid 100, buy out 500. And just because I like to get random stuff like that, I bid on it and I won. So, I paid 100 for it. So, you paid 100 gold. And then I ran BRD and got another one. Oh. So, then it was the extra one that I was trying to sell. And... I wasn't really trying to make a profit off it. At this point, I was like, well, I just kind of want to get my 100 gold back. So, I was putting up at 99 gold, 99 gold, 99 gold. Never sold. And then you had your tip about the, what, the 7
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I went, well, what the heck? Buy out 97 gold. And it sold. Bam. And the crazy thing was, the bid was like nine, nine gold, 99. And since that thing had not been selling... I'm pretty sure whoever was that bought it could have bid on it for nine gold and got it for nine gold.
1: <laughs> but they just saw it and wanted to buy it? Yeah. So, psychological.
2: I guess so. Stuff so works. it worked. I got my money back. So now I'm all even out because I still got one in my bank for fun. Right. And I didn't.
1: So you netted, well, you net lost three gold.
2: Yeah. Plus deposit cost was probably a few silver.
1: Yeah, still.
2: But it's not bad. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't buying it for profit. I was buying it just for fun. So That's I true. feel like I reclaimed my losses.
1: I'm glad to hear that for both of you guys, that, that the Auction House tips that I give work. Yes. So, sorry I don't well, have yeah, any no. really good ones right now with the economy tanked, but all right. just keep on doing what works. So. so, hey guys, you know what
2: time it is? What time is it?
0: HearthCast.com is proud to present Root and Freckleface's Top X List, a conglomeration of Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. HearthCast.com's Top X List. Cheap son of a...
1: So, our Top X List this week is uh, brought to you by The Mighty Grom. So as our tradition now is, uh, Freckleface and I have not seen this list. Neither of us has since The Mighty Grom prepared it. And Mighty Grom, are we doing the guest, the topic, or are you going to give us a topic?
3: I'm going to give you the topic tonight. It's um, All right, wait, wait. You'll give us a topic after this. It's Mighty's top ten favorite outside references in WoW. Woo-hoo. Okay, number ten, the opera event in Karazan. This, uh, this reference is not one, but three different stories, which are pretty good. There's the Big Bad Wolf, the Wizard of Oz, and Romeo and Juliet. My favorite of the three is the Big Bad Wolf because I like the run away, little girl. Number nine is Worst Third Leg from Diablo. It's a mace. I do feel bad for work though. Number eight is Agent Scully and Death Guard Mulder, NPCs in Dragonblight that reference X-Files. That's a good one. Number, number seven is in Inshalasar Basin. Um, the hatch that's on that little island in the lake. It's a lost reference. You can see the little numbers on it and everything. Pretty cool. Uh, Number six, uh, hearkening back to my Disney days, Bambina and Friends in the Grizzly Hills. I love that one. Yeah, they've got the four animals. There's Bambina, the mother of Bambina, Thutter the uh, rabbit, and Flora the skunk. Number five, the Red Rider air rifle. Hey, kid, you'll put your eye out. Number four, Egan's blaster obviously references Ghostbusters. It's a blaster that you use to go bust some ghosts. Number three, Timmy the Cruel reference, of course, uh, is one of my favorite characters from South Park. Timmy, Timmy, and number two, the One Ring from the Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's got it's got a plus one. Uh, it's a green ring. I think it's low level, like ten or fifteen or something. I have that ring. Do you? It's plus it's got one plus to all. Plus one for each attribute. Yeah, I have and have it. It's kind of like a cheap goblin copy of the uh, the Shrew One Ring, but you know it's still pretty cool. And then my number one favorite is Toshley Station and a bunch of stuff about it. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, it's a huge nod to Star Wars A New Hope, Episode 4. Everything from the name of this century, which is R3DO, to a quest, picking up some power converters to the name of the place itself. There are other, uh, there are other um, references there, but uh, I'm more focused on the Star Wars ones. Like and that.
1: that's that my top ten. Awesome, awesome top ten. So awesome. There's so many references like that in in, in WoW. I just one of the things that I really like that they do. There's like the the nod to real life things, but it's a lot of them are very geekish.
3: Of course, they're geeks that wrote the game.
1: So if, you know, a lot of it goes over. Uh, one that you I'm, I'm surprised wasn't on your list is an alcoholic beverage in the game, Gorm.
3: Oh, you're talking about the convolution. I am. Yeah. Well, you know, I only wanted to put ten in. I didn't want to do do, do the top twenty five because there's a lot that could be in there. I mean, there are tons of websites out there with all kinds of lists of of what they call Easter eggs or right. or pop culture references or whatever. But uh, these were my favorites that I you know that I've encountered over the over the different years of playing.
1: I think the reason I like the Kungaloosh one is it's so obscure. That anybody who wasn't either a regular at the Adventurers Club at Pleasure Island, where Gorm and I both worked, uh, you wouldn't know it.
3: That's true. That's true. Um, but, you know, it is it is a pretty cool reference, and there are tons of them in the game. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones in there that I haven't seen. But I, every time I do a quest and I see one of these references, like, you know, the, the boomstick reference, which is to uh, Army of Darkness, and there's tons of them in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's the there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of. them. you you could spend hours, but I appreciate your top. I mean, you hit some I hadn't heard of and didn't know about either. So, I yeah, I mean, there's it.
3: there's just so many in the game. It's it's pretty cool.
1: Well, Freckleface is smiling at us now, Gore. That's
2: right. It is time I, for play versus player.
0: Uh, let's
2: get ready to.
1: And she's writing something down right now, Gorm. She is evil. Oh, she's going to keep score.
2: That's right. Last time you threw me off, He said, who won? And i had to keep score. This time I am. All right. This contest, this game, is called Talk and Smack.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: You're going to have to de- identify the character in World of Warcraft, and it can be a generic character, but you're going to identify them by the way they talk smack. All right, all right. I think I got it. Okay, ready for it. I'll I'll start you off easy. First one, you know, take candle.
1: A troll. Oh no, that's an org guy.
3: The or- ogre.
2: No. The big. <laughs> d- Gorm, you got anything? No, it's. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: hang on. Yeah, it's right there in the top of my brain.
1: It, they're in the mine shaft. They're in the mine shaft.
3: Yeah, um, it's those little rat guys. Yeah, in, uh, and they got backpacks. Dun Morag, right? What are they called? Little rat
2: What are they rat called? Feeks.
3: I don't know. I killed them. <laughs> I or know. are the No, those are the ones The ones that say, you know, take Candle are the ones over. They're in uh, the Stormwind starting area, aren't they're
2: they? They're in Elwynn, actually.
3: Elwynn Forest.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought L-win. they were the guys in the mine, mine shaft. Okay. They're in a mine shaft in Elwynn Forest. Yeah, I
1: know. I, I'm picturing it, but I.
2: What are the critters called? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> okay.
3: I don't know either. I passed.
2: Starts with a K. K- cobalt. Okay, you got it. Is that right? Finally. Yes, kobold. Woohoo! Later. Well, all I know is they're holding candles, and you have a quest to get their candles, so they say, don't take my candle. You don't know take candle. Next one, me smash, you die.
1: That's the ogre
5: guy.
2: Okay. You got that one. Bing! <laughs> so you're going to have to chime in here faster, Gorm. Next one, your entrails will make a fine necklace.
3: Oh, that's the, um, oh, um... I don't know.
1: Is it the... Trolls? Shaman?
2: This is in Ice Crown. Not Ice Crown, it's literally Ice Crown. Well, they're in a few other places, but. Hmm. 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 They also say, I'll eat your heart. Give you guys an extra hint there. Ice Crown. Mm-hmm. Hmm. In the center.
1: In the center of Ice Crown? Yes. One of the big skeletons?
2: Nope.
3: Nope. No, it's those guys—the the big blue guys.
2: The big blue guys. All right, what are they called?
3: Voidwalkers. No, no. they're like, Jorgrims uh, or something. They're oh, like the Viking guys. Oh
2: yeah. They're the Vycral.
1: Vycral. Like you said it first, but yeah, I think Gorm gets.
2: Yeah, I give him right. point for that.
1: Yeah, I remember that guy now because you do the 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 one. Um, oh well, the one dungeon there where it has a chance to drop the mount.
2: The dragon guy's dragon. That's right. Next one. It is over. The search is done. Let fate choose now. The righteous one.
3: Isn't that the sorting hat or something?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a Harry Potter reference. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no idea on that one.
2: Really? No idea. Okay.
3: Oh, could you do it again?
2: Sure. It is over. The search is done. Let fate choose now. The righteous one.
5: Hmm.
3: <laughs> you picked hard ones this week. Did I? Yeah. Well, except the cobalt one should have been easy.
2: Yeah, been easy. This one should be easy if you've done any of the holiday bosses.
3: Is it? Is it? Um, what's his name? The the uh, the headless horseman.
2: Yes, it's the headless horseman.
1: Oh man, good job. Because I had no idea. That was good.
2: <laughs> Gonna do the holiday stuff, I guess.
1: I got Brewmaster.
2: Alright, next one. <laughs> this farce ends here.
1: This farce ends here?
3: Yes. See you're just gonna be enjoying making us look silly on this. Aren't <laughs> you? What, what
1: what's the score? You're not googling over there, are you, Gorm? You guys are even. <laughs> no, I'm not. Make you turn your webcam back on.
2: This farce <laughs> ends here, and also he says you spoiled my grand entrance, rat.
1: Spoiled my grand entrance, it? it's
3: the in the instance hmm. You spoiled
2: it's a, my grand the Lich entrance. King. Nope.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's in Max Ramis, isn't it? Nope. Hmm.
2: Did you honestly think that an agent of Lich King would be bested on the field? Oh, the Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Good
3: job. Good job. Good <laughs> job.
2: All right.
1: You know, what's probably our listeners going, come on, guys. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, come on. I know this. They're yelling at their iPods or radios.
3: Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're the casual players, aren't we? We're not the remember everything and know every little piece of lore players.
2: Oh, blah, 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 blah. Freck <laughs> is. All right. This one's actually really tricky. Okay. Uh-oh. You'll find it hard to speak without a head.
1: The guy from The Matrix.
2: The Matrix? Yeah, uh,
1: Agent Smith. It's hard to speak without a mouth, Neo. No, ro- it's okay. maybe
2: something that's referencing that, but not that because <laughs> that's not Warcraft.
1: Okay, we'll use Lord. Of All right, Riders, it's too. really
2: it's really tricky, so I won't keep. I right, say it suspense. again. No, say it again. Okay, there. you will find it hard to speak without a head. I don't know. All right, this is what. Um,
5: the-
3: is it that guy that throws the axe that whirls around and it comes in that? There's there's the guy that in uh, oh geez where is it over in. Uh, uh, not the other one the uh never mind <laughs> <laughs> that that's the valkyrie guy that that place with the with the with the Dark castle Fathom. that's got the two things in it and what? and it, it's not it, it's not over at um it's not in Borean tundra but the other starting area in uh in hellion yeah that okay. place but it, it's in
2: so uk or up
3: yes he does uh <laughs> The, the, with, it's at the one. It's at the end, and it's the last boss, and he throws the thing, and it spins around after you kill him, and he comes back, and then he kill, tries to kill you.
2: The one that gets res from the dead?
3: Yeah, that guy.
2: Um, no. Okay. Okay, this is actually what death knights say. But you have to click on them repeatedly.
1: Oh, if you keep on messing with the death knights? Yes. Oh,
3: oh did I mention before that I have the sound turned off on my game? I, I oh, listen you did. to the things.
2: So maybe you're at a disadvantage in this game. So
1: what's, well, it's all tied up. I don't think it's much of a disadvantage. What would you say? It's, it's all tied up. I don't think he has much of a disadvantage. It's all tied
2: up. Oh, well, you get, you get three to two. All right, no one got that. But I thought he might find it funny anyways. It is funny. Because I like to click on things until they get mad.
1: I like clicking on the walrus guys.
2: Yeah. In my language, we have 5,000 words for ice, but none that describe your behavior. Something like that. I tried to find that quote. I couldn't find it.
1: I would have gotten that one.
2: All right, next one. New toys for me? Um,
1: yeah, that's
3: XT.
2: What?
1: No, it's not XT. It's the it's a guy that it's, is, it's, it's in, um... squirt uh, He sees six of twelve.
3: Um... <laughs> no, it's it's the se- it's the um the boss that's the giant robot in Alduar.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, you're right. Okay. I, was thinking,
2: I was thinking. Who are you thinking
1: guy. of? I'm thinking of six to twelve on the on ICC.
2: Six to twelve. Yeah. Um, side Oh, mm, kind of no.
1: You know boss six of twelve.
2: <laughs> you, yeah, I know They're all thinking.
1: like you know seven of nine.
2: Um, I think side is seven though.
3: Oh, no, I think it's
2: four one. is Gunship, and then he had Rottface Vesterkut. Gunship. I like the Gunship.
3: I love gunships.
1: I just sit there like in gunship. AOE, which, by the way, my AOE does look, look much better now. Thank you.
2: You know what they say about curiosity? Kill the cat. That's Yep, yeah, Who said
3: it?
1: Oh, I thought you were asking me a question. Who said it? Um, who says uh... it?
2: Whose smack talk is this?
1: Um, is it the guy from ICC?
2: No. Nope. Oh. Other notable quotes from this character is. I'll give you more than you can handle.
3: I got, I got nothing. I don't got it either.
2: Okay, which boss is it in Nexus?
1: The spider.
2: No, no, you guys fail. It is the <laughs> it is the Grand Magist Telestra, otherwise known as. The mage boss, the nexus, the one that she splits herself into three, and she, oh, that really annoying she, she woman, polymorphs yeah. you, and oh, she polymorphs yeah, you. Oh, yeah. I yes. know that is. Yeah. So she says at the very beginning, you know what they say about curiosity. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. it all comes back to me now.
2: All right. Next one. Tiny creatures under feet.
1: Tiny creatures under feet.
2: Yes. You bring blank something good to eat.
3: Sounds like something a dragon would say.
1: Sinagrosa.
2: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick something that I know that neither of you have seen. I think you have. I don't think I have.
1: Um, tiny creatures under feet, bring blah blah blah.
3: Something good to eat.
1: Yes. Have I said it already? This. No. (laughs) I haven't guessed this one. Okay. Um.
2: When he dies, he says something about soiling his giant underpants.
1: Okay, so it's some giant. <laughs> is he one of the titans or something?
2: I don't know. Well, you, do you said know? his,
3: so it can't be princess.
2: No, it's not princess. All right, this is... I think is-
3: it's that, um, I don't know, Gun Okay, which expansion is he from? Or which pack? Wrath, of Wrath King. Wrath Lich King.
1: And I thought he was on that... On, on that uh, Oh, man. I'm just, I'm, I got him pictures. Go ahead and say it because I got a pictures in my All head. All right.
2: It's a guy from the Pit Saran,
1: That's not who I thought it was. The no.
2: Forgemaster Garfrost.
1: Nope. Not anything about it. Soon.
2: Tiny creatures under feet. You bring Garfrost something good to eat.
1: I want does
3: my ringtone. <laughs> 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 I think that, you know, you have to do one of these where it's the two of you that have to compete against each other.
2: Think, well, that means you'd have to write it. Yeah, I think okay. Freckleface
1: just enjoys
3: torturing us. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Okay, go ahead.
2: All right, next one is, I'll rip the secrets from your flesh.
1: Oh, that's um, uh, 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 When you it's 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 a guard keeper pinnacle at the very end, and he turns nope. and, and he bones nope. and and he turns into skeletons, and you nope. run around him.
2: Nope, it's not him. Nope. Really? He does say something about flesh, but this is, I'll rip the secrets from your flesh.
3: Dang, I don't know who it is now. It sounds like someone from uh, Naxx Nope. Well, it does
2: sound
3: Thinks like... Thanks, old something. school. Sure. Old school. Old school. Domo? E- hmm? No. Uh,
1: Mr. Uh, Robato.
2: See if you can just guess what instance it is. Like, what instance would you have a mob that is going to tear secrets? What? What expansion? I said vanilla. Vanilla. Vanilla, Yeah. I didn't do anything. I said old school. Didn't Didn't you level up anything? No.
3: Remember, I I leveled wrong, um, and I haven't done vanilla in like three years or
2: four years. All right. All right. All right. It's from Scarlet Monastery. It's the interrogator. Interrogator vicious.
3: You're just sitting over there, and
1: you're like smiling, and you're you're all just like, "Get it right, guys!"
2: <laughs> all right, last one.
1: What's the score? Still tied. Yeah, you're still tied. All right, all
2: right it's the tiebreaker. You are not prepared. Lich King. <laughs> nope.
1: No. Oh, it's, oh, it's the guy. It's the, the Malagos. Nope. No, it's the guy because he was right in the it's, cinematic. It's ins-
2: not. You it's, are not
1: prepared. That guy. The one um, Lich King?
2: For which one? Oh,
1: uh, Birding Crusade, though. <laughs>
2: okay, so who was that? I thought it was Malagos. Oh, I just Malikos fell over. Malagos
0: is
1: Rathalos. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Rath- uh, he's got Lich the big King. horn. The big horn. I don't. The horny guy.
3: <laughs> well, no, the Lich King does say you're not prepared, but. That's in a cinematic, and that's not what she's asking for. She's no, it's, asking it's, it's, boss does. Yeah, no,
1: it's the guy. He's got the big horns and, and,
3: and, and, and the wings. Oh, big and, horns and wow. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, And no. wings and wow. Okay, it starts an I. Irregardless. L. Illidan.
2: There you go. <laughs> Illidan Stormrage. See? I'm, you are not prepared. There you go.
1: So that ends PVP for the yep. day. Yes. So, okay. so who, won? who won, Freckleface? Well, you won. I, I told won. you that. Oh, well. Barely. I think it was just all even
3: out because you had to help everybody. I think okay. you helped me more than anybody though? So you know what? Well, I a- yeah, I vote I failed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mitigating my failure, I have to say, I don't have the sound turned on in <laughs> wow, so I don't hear any of that stuff. And most of the times so I'm not paying attention to the, the little combat texts that are at the bottom because I'm trying not to get killed.
2: Well, see, now you know. I need to pay attention because all the mobs have their own unique and funny smack talk.
3: You never know when you'll end up on Freckle
1: Face's PvP.
2: That's right. Well, the next time you guys invite me,
3: I'm going to do a PvP for you two. All right. I will come up with something that that you'll have an even chance, I think, from listening to all of your previous shows, you'll have an even chance to actually. (laughs) He'll say, in show
1: episode number 23, what did Root say?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't do that to you. I'm not that big a loser. So,
1: well, we appreciate that. <laughs> and you know what? That about does it for this episode of HearthCast.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to check out the website over at www.HearthCast.com. And you can participate in our show by calling the HearthCast hotline at 321-558-7637, just like Safety1 did this week. You can also email us at contribute at HearthCast.com, just like Xylong did this week. Or you can always just use our website submission form, or even better, hit us up over on Facebook or Twitter. We would again like to thank our sponsors for the show. swagdog.com, taverncraft.com, next intelligence and remember head over to letmegame.com and you know register for that $40 gift card that you can give to your significant other and they will be able to uh, take that gift card reduce and leave an you aggro. alone. Yeah, you reduce your aggro. That's right. As and let you play Cataclysm all by yourself.
2: And if you like what you heard, spread the word. Tell your friends and your guildmates, Rate us on iTunes, and if you link to us from your blog, we will give you a link back.
1: Until next time, this has been Root,
2: Freckleface,
1: and Mighty Grom for HearthCast.com.
2: HearthCast, it's about World of
4: Warcraft. Take a break from your grind if you have the time to listen to our show. We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too And we would like to thank you for listening For listening We would like
0: to thank you